Welcome back to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast. I'm your host, Yvonne. Today's show, Grief, My Unanticipated Journey, is brought to you by You Are Dynamic LLC, the personal development company that believes in and cares about you. So thank you for tuning in. The purpose of my podcast is to help you notice the pattern of negative choices you continue to make that are sabotaging your life and allowing toxic people a place in your life. You'll hear stories from the Yvonne Vault, which I'm going to tell one today, and Yvonne-isms. And I'm also famous for playing the angel's advocate by asking those thought-provoking questions to get you thinking seriously about your life so you can make adjustments along the way, just like I do. Raise your hand if you've ever felt your heart ache, felt like you were being punished, experienced tremendous extreme sadness, just couldn't stop crying, or felt like you wanted to die. Well, according to an article I read from joincake.com, and I'm paraphrasing here, grief is the conflicting feelings caused by the end of or permanent change in your life, unquote. Well, that's how I felt 15 years ago when we were at my mom's bedside. I experienced grief on steroids. My mom had just had surgery. And when I got this urgent nudge to leave work that day and go to the hospital, Stay tuned for the remainder of one of my painfully graphic experiences with grief. But before I jump in, this may be a trigger for some, so please use discretion before listening. When I got to the hospital, my sister told me that my mom, our mom, had a DNR do not resuscitate, and that she'd had complications from her surgery. My mom was already living on oxygen 24-7 because she had COPD emphysema. And at this point, while she was at the hospital and after she'd had her surgery, her breathing capacity was only at 11% and she was on a respirator. Well, they'd already given her a high dosage of morphine and was basically waiting for her to die. And that felt very harsh to me, sitting and waiting for someone to die. Well, it seems that the decision was already made and I was not the POA. I did not have power of attorney, my sister did, but I was, still having issues with sitting and waiting for my mother to die. I called my dad, asked him to pick up my son because this was it. When we left the hospital that day, mom would be gone. Just thinking about this is causing me grief even 
15 years later. Whew, well, what happened next is something I never, ever, and when I say never, I mean it. I never want to experience again what happened next. It was so horrendous, but I digress. I remember crying in my coworker's arms a couple of weeks before I got the nudge to go to the hospital the day my mom had surgery. We were just sitting there, just the two of us in the office talking about my mom. You see, I never had a close relationship with my mom and I had mourned that for years. And that was a way of grief for me. I had already been grieving, already grieved the lack of relationship I had with my mom. And my coworker knew that because we worked together so many years and we shared many personal things. So on that particular day, I was finally able to say the words, my mom is dying. Because for months, I couldn't make myself say those words. All I could do was cry whenever I thought about my mom. But I was finally able to say the words, to let them come out of my mouth. My mom is dying. And then I promptly broke out in tears and my whole body just kept shaking and shaking. The tears streaming down my face, they actually felt hot. You heard a hot tears. And when my coworker saw that, he immediately came and held me in his arms. And I just broke down, just completely broke down. Well, moving back to the day at the hospital, while my dad and son were on the way, I went to one of my mom's doctors and told him that I was really having issues knowing that I was going to leave the hospital that day and my mom would be gone. He understood. He explained that my mom would have no quality of life. She wouldn't be able to do anything for herself. She wouldn't even be able to breathe on her own. Thus the DNR, the do not resuscitate. And I knew she wouldn't want to live like that, but I just couldn't bring myself to fathom leaving the hospital knowing that she will be gone that day. So they took the dosage of morphine down and removed the respirator from her throat. The doctor said that maybe they could get her to tell me that she was ready. Now, you may think I was wrong in agreeing to this, but I just couldn't grasp leaving the hospital that day knowing she will be gone. So after hours of waiting for the morphine to wear down enough for her to understand what was going on, and with the doctor and speech therapist at her bedside, I got the chance to ask her if she was ready to go be with Jesus. Her hands were so swollen that she couldn't even squeeze my hand to say yes or no because the toxins had backed up in her body causing her immense pain. She couldn't even open her eyes to blink for no 
to say blink once maybe and say no or blink twice for yes. But she was finally able to push enough breath through her lungs to say, Jesus. It sounded like, Jesus. And I asked her twice to make sure I was deciphering this right. And I also asked the speech therapist what she heard. And she and the doctor both agreed that mom had said, Jesus. Well, by that time, everyone had gathered around her bedside. The doctor had stopped the morphine drip and turned off the respirator. And we waited. We just waited for her to die. They called the chaplain in and we held hands and sang gospel songs until she breathed her last breath. It was so horrendous. I couldn't stop shaking. My body literally just shook. I hated every second of it. Our eyes were glued to the vital monitor and we saw it slow down to a flat line and her chest stopped heaving. Oh my God, it was one of the most horrific things I've ever experienced seeing life leave her body. And it's still painful today. It's still painful today. In upcoming episodes, I will be interviewing guests who have experienced grief through the loss of a loved one, the loss of a pet, the loss of marriage, and many other losses that we grieve. So check back weekly for other episodes on grief. You know, someone once said to me that death is a part of life. I felt they were being harsh. What do you think? Thanks again for being a regular listener to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast. This is your invitation to tune back in daily, go through my content list, and get educated about everyday life issues. Shout out to my listeners in the United States and a special shout out to my listeners in Germany, Romania, Croatia, Australia, the UK, Yemen, Guam, China, Italy, Poland, Botswana, France, Portugal, Israel. Oh my goodness, and I can keep going. And I did not forget my Android, iPhone, and Mac window and Mac listeners. Thanks to Spotify, I also found out that men are listening to my podcast too. But some people are also listening through Apple, Podvine, Google. That could be you. Please, when you listen, remember to leave a review. Remember also to subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast so we can get the word out and you're notified when a new episode is posted. Also, I want to hear what you think. Engage with me. Email me at yvonnetheauthor at gmail.com. It's very important for me to know what you're thinking. 
And until we meet again, I want you to always remember that you are dynamic. Why? Because despite everything you've been through, you're still here.